0: Men, if you answer yes to any of these questions, you could be suffering from low testosterone. Do you have low sex drive? ED? Always tired? Depressed? Loss of muscle mass? Obese? Loss of focus and drive? You, my friends, need to get your numbers checked. Check out Men's Health of Mississippi, located in Madison, Mississippi, and online at men'shealthms.com. Guys, get your numbers checked today. Trust me, she'll thank you for it. I promise. Men'sHealthMS.com. Men's Health of Mississippi unfiltered no sugar added talk radio your daily dose of reality radio the free range human show of choice sugar free talk radio and from what i heard possibly the number 1 morning show in the city of jackson I can't confirm or deny this is the clay edwards show i'm of course clay edwards i'm live here on 103.9 fm wyab on a Monday morning post-Veterans' Day weekend. I guess a lot of folks are off work today That um, since Veterans Day fell on a Saturday. Got to get them federal employees and bank folks their days off. God knows they don't get enough of them. Anyway, if you guys want to chime in this morning, 769-241-1944. We don't take no days off. 769-241-1944 is the guns and gear text line here on the radio show also just FYI I don't mind you guys texting me 24 hours a day if y'all want to but a lot of times you guys will text me during the other host show shows the text line comes directly to my phone those guys don't have that text line Uh, we've tried to set up a station-wide text line hasn't quite worked out yet hopefully we will get to that but uh, if they don't report more to the story I don't mind y'all texting but um they're not getting those texts during their shows. I will occasionally screenshot something and send it to Jamison or Kim or whomever. But uh, a lot of the times I don't have the opportunity to do that. And I don't want y'all to think y'all are being ignored. So just that's the only reason I mentioned that. If you want to call in 601-879-0002 is the phone line. Uh, real quick, happy belated birthday to one of our longtime listeners, my friend, Mr. Derek, Derek Wash. Happy birthday, brother. I know it was over the weekend, but hey, we don't do a radio show on the weekends, so you get your birthday wishes on Monday. (laughs) All right, let's see here. Any other house cleaning before we need to get this party started? No. Question of the day. I just asked this on Facebook, so I'm going to ask you guys. If you could bring back... Now this is some, just some Jackson stuff here. This ain't no uh, political nonsense. If you could bring back one of our former sports teams for one game only, would it be the Jackson Mets at Smithville Stadium? Not at Trustmark Park. At Smithville Stadium, the old, just for all the memories, the the smell of popcorn and all that greatness out there, or. Would you bring back the Jackson Bandits, the hockey team, at the Coliseum for one game only? But the with the one caveat now is that they do sell beer and liquor in the Coliseum, so you can actually enjoy a hockey game uh without it feeling like you're on a church with a church trip. <laughs> so well, we used to always sneak our little airplane bottles of liquor and stuff in there, man, I can't believe the Coliseum went as long as it did without selling beer or liquor. It Oh man, Mississippi. Mississippi, Mississippi. Meanwhile, the Coast Collar Sim been selling it since its inception. But for whatever reason up here in the capital city, ours did not. Cut off your nose, spice your dang face. Uh, yes, Shanks, uh, Fred text in and it says, and with the little helmet ice cream. I, I I knew there was something I was forgetting. Man, just the smell of the ballpark. And look, I love Trustmark Park, but it just don't have that smell Like Smith Wills had. It was just something about it. The Jackson Mets, Daryl Strawberry. Man, I could go on and on and on. And I'm asking this because I haven't yet decided. But I think I went to a lot of those Jackson Mets games with my dad. Like those midday games. And uh, while my dad's still alive, I would like to be able to do that one more time. One more time. Because I could just go make more memories with him. But it's just something about getting to do something you did when you were a kid. Hell, I might go, uh, doesn't, does JSU play their games there still? I may have to just go catch a baseball game there one day. To uh, My buddy of mine uh, is, is, a, is a big part of that over there. I need to holler at him. See when I come out there and just watch a game. Man, I'd love to get some peanuts. I can't eat peanuts because of my diverticulitis. But for the sake of argument, I'd like to get some peanuts, cold beer, some popcorn. I can't eat popcorn either. So maybe some nachos. i get some nachos and a hot dog. I can eat nachos and a hot dog. And just taking a ball, taking a baseball game at Smith Wills. That would be fun. That would be fun. Uh, Woodrow says, Jim Bump Ross is the reason no beer sells at the Coliseum. On the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, unknown Texture says, Jackson Bandits. That was awesome for my birthday one year. Keith says... Smith Wheels all day long, great memories. Yeah, and Fred with the uh, with the home run, no pun intended, on the uh, little the little Mets helmets with the ice cream. Man, taking it back right there. I think somewhere at my dad in my parents' house, my um my dad still got some like the, the cups, the plastic Jackson Mets cups. I guess you'd get your drinks in. And uh, you can just stack them up. I think we still got some of those somewhere. All right, so that's the question of the day. If you could bring back one Jackson professional sports team for one day, just one day only, is it the Mets at Smithwheels, the Bandits at the Coliseum? You know, I brought this Bandits conversation up last year on my Facebook page, and I even tagged Andy Gibson. It was either on Facebook or Twitter. and I said, man, you know, they brought the Seawolves back to the, to the coast, their hockey team down there. I you know it, the first couple games sold out. I don't know how it's still doing. I've seen some you know some days they do good, some days they don't. Is that something that would work up here? Is that would is that something you would get into Jackson for during the winter months? Because I know it compete it, it plays at the same time college football does. I remember that. Would you uh would you invest into season tickets for the Bandits if it was affordable? Would you go to the Coliseum on a regular basis? I would like to see it. I would like to have a reason to come to Jackson more often, especially at the fairgrounds. I, look, the fairgrounds is as safe as anywhere in this country. <laughs> I just uh, is it affordable? We know that with the security and the amount of people that would show up, is it feasible? I guess is what I'm saying. All right, man, speaking of sports, we've got a few things sports to talk about this morning. we got a guest coming in an hour or two. You guys are going to enjoy this that, so stay tuned for that. Uh, speaking of sports... If there's one person in this world that I hate, it's Megan Rapione, Raponi, the purple-haired, uh, Black Lives Matter, white barista-looking lady that plays soccer. Everybody knows her. She tanked Victoria's Secrets when they tried to get woke and use her as a model. She tanked Subway. All the foreigners that are on Subway, this ain't no joke, all those Indian dudes, they were calling Subway corporate raising hell. Get this lady off of these commercials. People are boycotting us because she's in the ads. Megan Rapone played her last ever soccer game Saturday. Maybe it was Saturday, Friday, Saturday. It don't matter. Whatever day it was, it was the Women's Pro Soccer World Champion. You know, Championship. Apparently, America has a women's pro soccer league. And this was their championship game, which all these things really are, are LGBTQ Democrat rallies. That's all it is in the the stands, just a bunch of rainbow flags flying and all this kind of stuff, diversity, equity, inclusion. It's just where those people go for their meetups. They're not really there for the sports. It's like a Democrat rally with a side of soccer. So anyway, three minutes And y'all might remember Rapione. She was the female soccer player that kneeled for the national anthem. When she was on the uh, U.S. national team. During the World Cup and everything else. She always kneels for the national anthem. I mean, gets her knee good and dirty. Good and dirty. Spent a lot of time on it. Kneeling for the anthem. Three minutes into this game, she tore her ACL on a non-contact injury. If... If y'all don't believe there's a God out there, this is full evidence that there's a God, a God of karma, if nothing else. The very knee that she spent so much time kneeling on during the national anthem, she blew out in her very last soccer game ever. I don't know if they won or lost. America won with her loss. So that's good stuff there. And it was a non-contact injury, too, to make it all the better. I mean, just karma, karma, karma chameleon. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Let's see here. Got some text on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, Keith says, Agree with you on Megan Rapione. So did God exist when she was winning trophies and awards and photos, shoots, but now he don't when things go bad. Complete waste of space. Yeah, much better off with her gone. Uh, Roger chimes in and says, it's the Mets, man. Strawberry Dykstra, Billy Bean. Brad Pitt played him in Moneyball. I forgot Billy Bean was here, wasn't he? Thank you for that. And he goes, countless more pros. Yep. You know, my understanding is, allegedly, Daryl Strawberry left Jackson knowing a lot of bookies a lot of money. Don't ask me how I know. Um, Josh says, uh, the Rockers, indoor soccer at the Coliseum. That was a thing? We had indoor soccer at the Coliseum? I didn't remember that. Lightning says, she blew her knee out on Veterans Day after she had been kneeling for the flag. Oh, that's right. Even just throw a little more salt on that open wound there. After she kneeled for that anthem, kneeled for the flag, she blew her knee out on Veterans Day. You can't make it up, bruh. You can't make it up. This current generation of athletes slash activists are the biggest bunch of idiots I've ever seen in my life. I mean, LeBron James, this is not an original thought here, but surely y'all have noticed. Every time they show LeBron James, he's always trying to like look like he's reading a book. And he's always at the very beginning of the book. Every time they show him reading a book. And I and I want to say I could be wrong on this. I'm probably not. I'm never wrong. One of the pictures he was the book was upside down. <laughs> so, you know, hey bro, how how you gonna read that upside down? Let's see here. Gonna read a couple more of your and We're gonna take a break. Man, that first segment blew by. Anytime I get into talking about old school Jackson stuff, I mean, that's kind of how this whole thing started with the Save Jackson page. It was talking about old school retro Jackson stuff. So it, it, it's fun to harken back to it every now and then. Let's see. Unknown Texture says, Too bad her ACL isn't connected to her mouth. Ha! So they can sew it shut when they fix it. Uh, Jake says, Mookie Wilson got married on the pitcher's mound at Smithwell's. Golly, so much great stuff happened down there. You know, I saw Destiny's Child at Smithwell's Stadium. I mean, you know, Beyonce's one of the biggest stars in the world, whether we agree with her, disagree with the politics, any of that stuff. You know, she sells out football stadium solo and all that now. You I know, mean, safe to say I mean her, Taylor Swift, two of the biggest stars in the world, and they're both out doing stadium tours at the moment. But so ninety five point five the beat when I mean, Scott Steele was still there. They brought a uh, Destiny's Child to Smith for a radio show. And I just think back that probably couldn't have been and five hundred to a thousand people there. I mean the the stage was set up. You know, like on the pitcher's mound or over the pitcher's mound. So it wasn't a huge crowd. Maybe it was. Maybe it was more than I'm thinking. But in my mind, it wasn't more than about maybe maybe 1,500 people on the top end. To think where they were, where they were, came from to where she's at now, it's pretty cool to be able to say who you saw back when they were coming up. Uh, one last thing before we go to break. Today is the anniversary of the passing of Woody Asaf, An absolute... Legend here in Mississippi. He was, what was it? Woody was with WLBT, of course. Let's see here. I got this. um says, uh, Woody Asaph passed away on November 13th, 2009 in Raymond. He was born on March 15th, 1917 in Macomb. Woody started working for WLBT television in Jackson on December 20th, 1953. On the first day, it went on air. And he worked there until he retired in two thousand one. Um, like I know my buddy Fred Shanks grew up in a like basically on the same street as Woody over there in Altawoods. And I remember riding my bike over in Altawoods, and we always knew that's Woody Asap's house. That's Woody Asap's house. And uh, there, I, somebody told me an old story, and I, I, I guess I'd like to confirm it one way or another. But I guess Woody was like the unofficial weatherman, but I don't think he was actually a meteorologist. So I think somebody showed up one day to try to whoop his butt. For getting the weather wrong And then from there on after Woody always came back and said The weather man says <laughs> Dot 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 Let's take a break We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show Welcome back in to The Free Range Human Show of Choice This is the Clay Edwards Show Guys we went out to eat Friday night Little Mexican restaurant we hang out at There in Brandon Shout out to my bartender Jake, oh, uh, we always sit there at the bar and shoot the breeze with Jake. Really, really good guy. Man, I tell you what, that guy, he um, he's got he's got it figured out. He's got it figured out, man. Already starting to buy some property to rent rental property and stuff. Super, super smart guy. Apparently, his dad really raised him the right way. After that conversation I had with him the other night, I kind of left a little, you know, a little jealous of him in a good way. In a good way. He'd bind up some uh, trailers to rent and stuff to, to people. And I just think, man, I, I, I wish I had used my my money at the time to have done stuff like that instead of chase that nightclub dream. But hey, you know what? You win some, you lose some. But I say all that to say this. Uh, there was a fellow, a table full of folks, man, I actually walked in. And God, I'm terrible with names. But they walk in, they listen to the show, met a met a new listener. I won't say his name for the sake of this, but. He was like, man, I just want to tell you, I go to Men's Health in Mississippi because of you. He was like, and I just looked right at him. Of course, my girlfriend's standing next to me. I think his wife or girlfriend was with him. And I said, has she thanked you yet? (laughs) But hey, all joking aside, man, people go because it works. Testosterone replacement therapy is a booming business right now because it works. Real talk. The hormone replacement stuff is up like 400% in the country, not just that. and There's all kinds of different ones, but testosterone is a huge part of that. Uh, it, it's, we're living in a, in a golden age of being able to um, be healthy. You know what I'm saying? So look, whether you're dealing with obesity, lack of sleep, can't get over the hump in the gym, loss of energy, any of these things. Depression. I know you may be saying, "McClay, how, what does depression have to do with with my low testosterone?" You'd be you'd be blown away. Do do a little research. Erectile dysfunction, guys. Look, I know it's not the most appropriate thing to talk about in the morning times when you might have your kid in the car, but uh, lack of the morning wood is usually one of the first signs that you have low testosterone. And low testosterone is starting to affect people younger and younger and younger. So get in touch with Men's Health MS today. Get your numbers checked. It's not expensive at all. Get your num- You don't need insurance for this, none of that. Trust me on this. The return on investment is well worth whatever you had to pay. And again, she'll thank you for it later. So get over there, check them out, menshealthms.com. They're located in Madison, Mississippi, Men's Health. MS.com. And I will tell you the exact address here. I'm going to their Facebook page. Sorry, I should have that written down. But uh, yeah, they're at 120 Fountains Boulevard, Suite 1001. 120 Fountains Boulevard. I'm sorry. Yeah, 120 Fountains Boulevard, Suite 1001. Right there in Madison. But start online. Men'sHealthMS.com. Make sure you. Let them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards show, and uh, get your levels checked. Very, very important. All right, let's shoot back some text messages here. By the way, our our, our second our hour, our guest in the second hour, uh, you guys are going to enjoy this. It's Christiana Dent. Christiana Dent, and she's with End It for Good. And it's about it's going to be a conversation about addiction. They've got a big summit coming up. And you guys know I love talking about that kind of stuff. So, at least I, it'll be great for me anyway. <laughs> all right. So Roger chimes in. We're still talking about the Mets and all that good stuff. And the let's see here, get, in, get my text in order. Because peanuts wouldn't be the same since Mister Jesse died. He was there every home game selling peanuts. Oh, yeah, I missed that part. Okay, so, and then he says, the weatherman says, and let's see here. Josh texted in and said that he heard it was a farmer that popped up, that popped in on Woody Asaph. That's what I heard, too, is an old farmer. And I I, I guess it either rained or didn't rain. I'm going to guess what happened was Woody said it wasn't going to rain, and it did. And the farmer missed his opportunity, or he put his... Did something, and uh, he was angry with Woody. <laughs> I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear that whole story if anybody knows it. Uh, Fred shimes, chimes back in on the Guns of your text line. Says the two things I remember about the Bandits: one, mullets; two, Bernie Ebers smoking a cigar sitting behind me at one game. You know, one of the other things too I learned about uh, you know in the Bandits era was front row seats ain't the best in a hockey game. You actually want to be up a little bit, so you can see it all, so let's see here any more text I want to read before we get to this next thing Woodrow says caught Dr. John as well as Leonard Skinner at Smith Wheels I, did, I saw the Leonard Skinner concert too, that that was Z-Fest one year, yeah they man, look, there were some good concerts out there at, um, at Smith Wheels, and it's frankly to quote Oliver Anthony, it's a damn shame that they didn't convert that into an amphitheater of some sort, but also understood that the people who donated that land, if it's not used for baseball, they can take back control of it. That's why when they were talking about trying and trying and trying to put a Costco there a couple of years ago, that it couldn't happen, that the city couldn't, couldn't sell them that. It would have to be the fam. It would default back to the family that donated the land. So it has to stay baseball, or it goes back into private ownership. That that is how I understood that. If anybody can debunk that, please debunk it. Jess says, "I love the bandits. All the fights on the ice, loved it." And look, man, we down in the south, boy, we love our fights. We love fights. We don't know much about hockey. But if you'll just get to the fighting part, you'll make some fans. you just win that fight. And we'll, we got your back. We got your back. Uh, Steven said, I always heard it was a concrete crew that got mad at Woody. That's a possibility, too. That would that would make sense. I would think a farmer would want rain. Let's see here. Unknown Texture says, I remember playing cup ball out by left field at Smith Wheels. Oh, yeah. Roger, again, says it's Hank Aaron's deal. What's going on out there doing well? Yeah, so it's the Hank Aaron Little League. They're, they're really trying to, to get baseball into these urban areas and help with kids that can't – let's be honest, man. Baseball can be kind of expensive, especially you at a travel ball and all that. I mean, baseball is probably, just from an investment standpoint, the most expensive – Barrier to, barrier to entry of any of the other sports, I, I would think, between bats and mitts and cleats and uniforms and and all that, just my my opinion, and I ain't played in a long long time, because I think most football stuff, there's not a whole lot of traveling football. I know you got the seven on seven stuff, but I mean that's that's elite 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 stuff there, but just like. Basketball, all you need is a basketball and some tennis shoes. Now, baseball requires a little bit more. So, they're, 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 what they're doing with the Hank Aaron thing is trying to help kids who can't play. You know, that's the whole thing, right? It's like everybody says, well, you know, we got to have more black kids playing. We got to have more black kids playing everything. We got to get more black kids involved. And that's what the Hank Aaron thing is doing, is trying to get more black inner city kids to play baseball. We need America, in my opinion. Needs more Americans playing baseball at an elite level, whether it's black, white, whatever. So I'm all for anything that gets more Americans playing America's sports. I mean, I I wish we had more black drivers in NASCAR, American. I would more black players in baseball, American. So I think I think we need that. I think we have too many foreign players in Major League Baseball, which makes it just uninteresting to watch for me. It's not that I have a problem with foreigners or anything like that, but they're just they're not relatable. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I I want to hear I want people who sound like me, people who get it, people I can maybe have followed through college, stuff like that, because that's the the one thing that I've talked about this at Nauseam, where I think baseball, it's great live. It obviously does very well live. I don't know the TV ratings, eh, you know, unless it's one of the big market teams. Because most of the players, let's say, for example, Mississippi State Ole Miss, you get these great players, these great college pitchers, and these players that we follow for four years. They get drafted high. And then they go out to Timbuktu in the, in the great northwest and and play for four or five, six years in the minors before they resurface in the majors. And it's just it's hard to get excited about that. It's hard to follow players. So you know, even uh, you know, which is cool having a a two eighteen here with the with the Braves because a lot of those players do make it up to the the Atlanta Braves. So it is cool to be able to see that. Let's take a call. Hey you're on there. Hey Clay. Hey, what's up, brother?
1: Not much, man. How y'all on this Monday? I'm doing good. Hey, you were bringing up stuff. I, I remember there's something I missed real big time, which has been going a while, was the bebop, especially the one on 55. because was about once on Fridays. I would go in there and spend hours just looking through all the music. And I can't remember the man that run it for years now. I going there and having conversations with Drake, him. Drake Elder. Yes. Man, I used to love to go and talk to him. I was in the speed mode and stuff like that, you know, just carrying on. He introduced me to a lot of good stuff, you know, because he was blown away, you know. by I loved all music, especially from Mississippi, you know. Just going there, like I said I'd spend hours on all Friday. Yeah, you know, that, it, 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 I, didn't he get robbed? for Some reason he got out of it.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but I, 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 I maintained a friendship with Drake to the day he died. He, right? You know, people, the music, the electronic age. Just took over and downloading and all that. It just became hard to remain profitable. But he also owned the Ticketmaster franchise in Jackson, oh, so he just yeah, I, he had the I, office down at the Coliseum, and that's what he did was set up Ticketmaster stuff and and run all that. And
1: right, I remember getting a lot of tickets. I always, you can some, got got in and got tickets, you know, but you, get, you know for free and everything. But man, like I said, that was just one of the things I remember. Coming, I remember being out in the country. Like, Let's go to BeBop. Oh, yeah, I would down there and just spend hours. You know, they would close down. You know, wouldn't run us out. You know, they just, hey, we're getting ready to close, you know. Yeah. But sitting there and just, and, you know, blessed that I got to, you know, be a part of that.
0: Absolutely. Chris, I got to go, brother.
1: Hi, right, man. Have All a great right. one.
0: You too. Yeah, man. A lot of memories at Bebop. I love they had the listening stations. You could go in and put the headphones on and listen to a whole album there before you buy it. Before you buy it, so you know you're not buying just one of these albums that had just like one good song. Let's take a break. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. I guess we're doing like a retro Jackson hour this morning. This morning, a lot of lots to talk about. We can get into more stuff if y'all want to. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, guys. This segment is going to be brought to you by Pure Air Consultants. Pure Air Consultants is celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a rare gift, a free labor warranty for five years. Are you tired of expensive heating, furnace repairs, or high utility bills? Specialists at Pure Air Consultants or specialties at Pure Air Consultants include Heater installation, furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, Heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery ventilator systems, and new construction builds. Thermostat installation and more. Financing is available. Contact them today at MyPureAirConsultants.com. MyPureAirConsultants.com. Ream. A new degree of comfort. So, guys, we're on this conversation this morning about Things that we missed about Jackson, or things from our childhood that are no longer there. And look, man, sometimes things age out. Sometimes attrition gets things. Uh, when I say aged out, you know, people retire. There's not somebody in the family to take the th- to take the mantle to continue on the business to take the baton, so to say. Uh, that, that's what happened down at the elite, and it's what ha- you know what happened with the uh, you know businesses here in Jackson. Every everything ain't because. Democrats destroy Jackson, but most is, but most is. I did a video this weekend that I found, let me see here, and it's it's Joe Biden screaming in the middle of a speech, let me see here, Joe Biden screams, see if I can put my finger on this here. If not, I'll have to find it. And... That is not Joe Biden. Anyway, Joe Biden doing a speech, and he's screaming about what he saw happen. He said, I saw it happen in my community. And I was like, you know what? I made a video, and I said, you know what? I saw it happen in my community too, Joe. He talks about some th- things destroying his community. And I said, I remember feeling the same way when Democrats moved into my neighborhood. When Democrats destroyed my Jackson, Mississippi, I know how you feel, Joe. I know how you feel when Democrats destroy everything. Now I'm getting to say, I know how you feel, Joe, when Democrats destroyed my America. So as we look around, you think about the things that we no longer have in and around Jackson. Most of it. You can thank Democrats for I won't blame them for bebop record shop uh technology got bebop record shop, but just about everything else. Jackson. let's see here. I want to make sure we mentioned this this morning. Joshua Brown, we've done several- sh- uh segments on this show about the Joshua Brown case. He is the man. Who was arrested for the murder on the campus of JSU back on homecoming weekend? Joshua Brown was released he 's supposed to have a hearing today at nine we've got uh, Sean is on is going to be boots on ground in the in the hearing covering at For Sean York Run, that is, but Friday night they released Joshua Brown from jail and he, again he was not supposed to have a hearing till today. So that speaks volumes. You know, and I've got some sources that that say this whole thing's been a bit of a a cluster mess, putting it putting it mildly. But I'm just going to kind of read you the quick little excerpt here from WLBT. It says the man accused of Jackson of killing a Jackson State University student has been released from jail. 19-year-old Joshua Brown, a former Jones College Football, Jones Community College football player, was charged with the murder of 21-year-old Jalen Burns, who was shot and killed at the University Point Apartment Complex near the campus of JSU on October 15th. I believe that that is actually on the campus, isn't it? Anyway, Brown was arrested on October 20th. Hines County Sheriff Tyree Jones tells Three on Your Side that Brown was released from the Raymond Detention Center Friday evening. Family members of Brown shared evidence with WLBT on October 30th that could suggest he was not at JSU during the time of the shooting. You know, and I look—I've been—I I've made—I've wanted to make sure that we brought attention to this, but I've been hesitant about jumping too too far in on the—the the cops are wrong, the evidence says otherwise. Let him go, because I understand that a lot of moving parts, and I, you know, I try to give stuff like this a little room to breathe before we jump on one side or the other. But I think with his release Friday night, before the hearing, now they have not said that all charges are dropped or nothing like that. I'm assuming it's still going to go to a grand jury. We'll find out this morning at 9 o'clock. So I think that leans very heavily that there may have been some issues with the, with the investigation here that play into Joshua Brown's favor. So congratulations to him, I, you know, if, he, if that's how it all plays out. Got to be a terrible feeling to be sitting out in the Raymond Detention Center any longer than you have to be. If if you've never been out there, a minute is too long. A minute is too long. So I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that. Also, a girl that I know, I, you know, we weren't friends or anything, but it's a girl that I, you know, knew socially over the years. She, you know, a buddy of mine brought her to a cookout one time and. Just kind of met her here and there over the years. Joy Foster, um, she was the white female that they found dead in the road out there uh, south of Byram there. At Terry Road in Pine, Lebanon Pine Grove, they had found her dead out in the road. I don't know if she had gotten dropped off there or if she had been hit walking down the road. I don't know any of the details. They haven't released the cause of death yet. But a sad situation. You know, I'll just leave it at that. But you know, I made a video, and and, and I, saw, I was specific about this. What was that? Saturday night, Friday morning. It had been Friday night. I, I made a video and just said, "Hey." So whatever night it was, I get my weekend kind of runs together. But after it happened, I made a video and I said, "White girl, white woman found dead with these with these kind of clothes on." I wasn't doing that to say, "Look, white woman died in Hines County." I was doing that because. She had on some very specific clothing that would suggest she was from Rankin County. And she was. She was from Pilihatchie. She had on Rankin County a a Heinz Rankin shirt and a Pucket Wolves jacket. Well, I use white as the descriptor because I want to grab people's attention because, yeah, it is Heinz County. So when somebody white dies there, you know, or when somebody dies there, typically your first assumption is just based on population, it's probably somebody black. Well, I put white in there because I didn't want somebody to – maybe ignore it because they didn't think it had anything to do with them. You know. And so I was like, hey, if you've got a missing family member that fits this description, I think our victim may be from Rankin County. Well, of course, the wokes. The wokes uh, decided to start attacking me on it. Oh, oh you, just, you just couldn't wait to say it was a white girl. It was a white girl. The description said it was a white girl. Like, from WLBT, from, from, the, from the Hines County Sheriff's Department, from Dark Horse Press, they just released the press release, and it specifically said white girl. Are we just not allowed to mention anybody's race anymore? I mention black all the time, too, when it's in situations like black man, black girl, white man, white girl. I do not see the problem with that. The, the fact that that's offensive to somebody is mind-boggling to me. If I see a criminal... And Sean has talked about this before on the Nextdoor app there in Bellhaven, where people, they, they said you can no longer use somebody's race as a descriptor, you know, when saying a criminal did such and such. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. So if, if, if two white guys robbed me, I can't say they were white? I'm guessing I can say they were white. <laughs> That's nonsense. We all look different. You're trying to explain something. You have to explain the way somebody looked. Too woke for their own good. Let's take a break, come back, land the plane for the first hour. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. Guys, if you're booking your Christmas parties or catering, consider Burgers, Blues, Barbecue, they can handle from five to five thousand people. that just put their catering, <clears throat> their holiday catering menu up on Facebook and get turkeys, ham, smoked turkey, smoked ham, smoked pork, chicken, all sorts of stuff. I sh- they got it up on their Facebook pages: burgers, blues, barbecue, Madison or Brandon. I shared it to the Clay Edwards Show Facebook page, not the Clay Edwards Show, but the Clay Edwards Facebook page. And look, they've got they've also got their facility there in downtown Brandon with a huge patio that you can easily put a couple hundred people out there if you got need, need an event space for your holiday parties or any of that stuff. They have two food trucks available for all of your special event needs. And let me see here, on the meats for the holiday catering, they have pulled pork, brisket, smoked turkeys, and hams you know, with an array of sides. You can see the pricing there, but look, they can cater about anything you want, and if you can dream it, they can do it, Five to 5,000 people. Don't forget to check them out at lunch. They have breakfast at the Madison location, too, by the way, but uh, the Blue Plate lunch today at both locations is country fried chicken, I'm sorry, chicken fried chicken, and hamburger steak with mashed potatoes, green beans, and potato salad. So check them out for your blue plates today, and don't forget opening here in any day now is their third location in Flowood, right there in front of Dick's Sporting Goods. In uh, what's the name? What's the name of that shopping center in Flowood? That mall, Dogwood. Thank you. Had a having a brain spasm there on a Monday morning, Dogwood uh, opening up right there on Lakeland in Dogwood. So check them out, burgersblues.com. dot com. That's Burgers blues.com and uh, when we come back we'll have christina dent and we'll be right back i hope you enjoyed this clip of today's clay Edwards show you can tune in live every monday through friday 7 to 9 a.m on 103.9 fm wyab in central mississippi you can stream it worldwide And live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on The Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at com for shirts and more. Peace.